Nicaragua is a mess. The United States has just sanctioned additional leaders of the Ortega regime for arresting and imprisoning leading opposition candidates in advance of the anticipated November elections. This is drawing some real concern in Washington and democratic capitals around the hemisphere and indeed in other parts of the world. My name is Eric Farnsworth. I head the Washington office of the Council of the Americas, and I'm here today again with Ryan Berg, who is uh, with the Center for Strategic and International Studies uh, and has just written a terrific article in Foreign Policy magazine about Nicaragua and its direction and whether these steps spell the end of democracy uh, in that troubled country. Ryan, are these the death knell steps of a democracy in demise? Do we have free, di uh, full dictatorship at this point uh, or any hope of free elections? How do you see it? Well, Eric, it's always a pleasure to be with you. Look, uh, there's always been a high level of executive control under Daniel Ortega's regime in, in Nicaragua. And so the quality of democracy in Nicaragua has been declining, uh, if not uh, at zero for a long time. But this is certainly... Uh, the death knell of, of any sort of path to freer and fairer elections uh, in Nicaragua. There were never going to be free and fair elections, completely free and fair elections under this regime, in, in my opinion. But we could have had freer and fairer elections uh, under certain conditions. And, the, and this is certainly the closing uh, of those conditions. The Ortega regime has arrested uh, no fewer than four major uh, leading opposition candidates, uh, uh, pre-opposition candidates, I should say. This is before we've even seen primary elections uh, in Nicaragua, as well as uh, major figures uh, leading opposition political parties, placing them under, under house arrest or other inhibitory laws. And so this is clearing the political field uh, before the, the primary elections have even happened uh, in Nicaragua. And now the clamp clampdown is actually extending to private sector individuals as well. Uh, who previously were actually uh, uh, quite close to the Ortega regime. Yeah, that's really interesting as well as uh, deeply troubling, uh, it would seem to me, for folks who thought that they had at least a modus operandi uh, with the Ortega Murillo regime uh, are now finding themselves squarely in the gun sights of the, uh, of, of the government there uh, and finding that all the compromises that they may have made over the last several years really uh, aren't uh, enough to keep them uh, you know, in favor with the regime. That's deeply troubling. If there are targets, who isn't a target? Uh, where is this going? What, what's next? Well, I think that the Ortega regime has always been quite deft at managing elections since returning to power in 2007 and making sure that they maneuver to get a, a favorable opposition. Uh, and I think that's what they're doing again. But you can see that the level of concern on the part of Ortega and Murillo is even greater than it has been in the past, specifically because of the nature of the, the April 2018 protests and the subsequent uh, crackdown on political dissent in the country. I think they're even more scared of freer and fairer elections in the country. And so uh, to many of us, the repression and the level of repression this time around looks a lot more severe than it has in, in previous elections under Ortega. Yeah, absolutely. So. Besides individual sanctions, what can the United States or the Organization of American States or neighboring countries uh, do? Look, the foreign ministers of Central America just met in Costa Rica with the U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, uh, and the foreign minister of Nicaragua was there. Uh, presumably, they have something to say about this, wouldn't you think? It's interesting how silent Central American governments have been about the Ortega regime's crackdown, uh, which probably says something about governance quality in their country. 
but the OAS could call a, a special session to, to discuss uh, Article 20 and Article 21 of the Inter-American Democratic Charter, possible expulsion for Nicaragua. Of, of course, there's the NICA Act, which, which helps us uh, prevent uh, multilateral financing for the Ortega regime, which has been a critical lifeline for them. And then, of course, there's uh, growing rumblings in Washington about revising the CAFTA-DR free trade agreement. And Eric, I want to kick it back over to you. Uh, should Nicaragua, with a minute and a half remaining, over to you, should Nicaragua be uh, participating in free trade agreement with the United States? I think it's an open question. Uh, as you know, as the audience would know, I'm a strong believer in the power of trade to support democratic governance in Central America and elsewhere around the hemisphere. Uh, but Nicaragua is clearly not a democratic government at this point. Uh, and you also have to see it. Uh, believe that uh, there have to be some sort of consequences for taking these steps and clearly retreating from the democratic path. Look, the uh, CAFTA-DR, Central America Free, uh, Free Trade Agreement Dominican Republic, which it's inartfully named, uh, was passed a generation ago. It probably does need to be updated anyway to bring it into compliance with modern standards, include things like digital chapters. The world has fundamentally changed since the beginning of this century when the CAFTA-DR agreement was uh, first put into place. Uh, and supply chains have shifted. We need to link the Northern Triangle of Central America more closely with North America, with the USMCA countries, with Mexico. So there's a business case to be made here to look at the CAFTA-DR in the first place. But having said that, if we're going to do that, we also have to take a look at who the appropriate parties are to that and whether a country like Nicaragua should indeed be invited to uh, be a part of an upgraded uh, trade space between Central America and North America. I think that's an open question. It's something that people like me as well as the U.S. government are going to have to take a really hard look at going forward. Great to be with you, Ryan.